Hi, Minimal Moves. It's Haruka again, obviously. Um, and this podcast, I want to talk about how to let go of sentimental items. So we've reached our sixth episode,、um, which I'm excited about. I think I'm starting to get a hang of kind of how this works.、Um, and today, this idea、um, was inspired by kind of my decluttering process where. There's a good amount of things that I've brought、um, to my college living setting, setup、um, to remind me of home, to remind me of my past school experiences, things that make me happy.、Um, and while that's all great,、um, I'm obviously not always referencing those. There are a lot of things that took up a lot of space.、Um, it might just be one piece of paper or one photo, but that eventually clutters up、um, a lot of unnecessary luggage. And because my overall goal is to Minimize the amount of possessions that I have to move to my next destination. Obviously, this is a category of thing that I've had to declutter.、Um, obviously, sentimental items are a bit hard to declutter because maybe someone gave it to you, maybe you remember a specific event through it and it reminds you of it, and it feels like you're decluttering that memory, even though that's not true when you try to let go of that item. So, today I want to talk about Kind of three categories of things so perishables, clothes, and non clothes. And non clothes are just kind of anything.、Um, perishables include food, candles, perfume, those kinds of things feel like the types of sentimental items that could be long lasting that could also clutter up your space.、Um, and then clothes are just any sort of, especially special occasion clothes, might be、um, a prominent part of this category. So, first I'll start with perishables. So, when I say food, I mean sort of more long term pantry items. Like for me, it would be sort of、uh, toppings from home or certain like dry foods from home that I really love.、Um, but I tend to preserve those because I always think, oh, on a rainy day, when I'm having a bad day, I would want to have it rather than have it now, which is true.、Um, but The first thing I would say for this category is to just use it. It doesn't matter if it's a special occasion perfume, you can wear it on your most average day, on the day you're having your day in, because honestly, you're the person who's going to enjoy it the most. It doesn't really matter if other people see it. This goes for the clothing category as well, obviously.、Um, and then another thing that would be good for this particular category is sharing with loved ones. So I have this spice pack that's for cooking chicken.、Um, it has Like a kind of herby mix, and I really love it. But a good way of going through that and really feeling like I'm valuing the、um, product would for me be maybe trying to cook it for friends. I'm horrible at cooking, so that might not realistically happen, but at least trying to do it.、Um, I think that would be one way to appreciate it. Or if it's a candle, maybe lighting it when your friend's over, kind of things like that.、Um, and then the last thing I would say for this category is. To create that special occasion. So, you might have a special occasion. Well, I keep referring candles because I'm really into candles right now.、Um, but you might have a candle that maybe has a holiday feel for you, or maybe it feels like a rainy day.、Um, it doesn't need to match that certain condition for you to enjoy that. So, if you want to use it for a festive occasion, you can create that festive occasion. Use these things to create those opportunities. Obviously, right now with the pandemic, it's a little bit tricky, but. If you can invite people over to your house,、um, that's something that's safe wherever you are, then I think like lighting a holiday candle, setting up a holiday dinner, that sort of thing could be really fun. And it's a great opportunity to sort of reconnect with people.、Um, taking advantage of these possessions to create experiences is really what I think these possessions are for. 
So those are the things that I would be thinking about in terms of perishable categories. Moving on to kind of clothing. So for clothing, I've gone through a lot of decluttering lately. Um, and one of the things that I first do is trying it on. So I would, I've had a lot of really fancy dresses from high school because um, if you've listened to the previous podcast, you might know I went to boarding school and there are a lot of kind of social occasions that you need to dress up for. So I have a lot of dresses that I really have never used in college um, unless I really forced myself to. So I try them on, kind of appreciate it in a way because a lot of the dresses I really like um, and I really love fancy wear, but it's just not really realistic for me to hold on to them. And then I'll take a photo or two. Um, it's particularly great if I have a photo from that occasion, which I usually do for those like dressed up clothes especially. Um, but if not, you know, wear it to an occasion where you're taking photos with friends or just take a photo yourself, whatever works. And then um, if, so I think something that helps also for me is like posting on social media or saving to an album, like a featured album of photos you like. I think on the iPhone, there's like a favorited photos function. Um, where you can save your photos that you just favorited into one place so that it's easier to reference, um, I think, or like posting on social media. I use kind of Instagram as a, almost a memory book in a way, so um, that's kind of what I do. And if it's on Instagram, it's kind of easy for me to quickly reference back if I want to look at that photo. Um, and then it's also easier for me to get rid of it. I'm kind of tricking myself into this in a way because I take advantage of the mindset that you shouldn't wear like the same formal wear to two occasions, which makes no sense. But I kind of use that to say, I've already worn this. People have already seen me in it. It's fine. I can let it go. So I kind of trick myself in that way. Um, not something that would work for everyone for sure. And then another thing, obviously, is that make that special occasion aspect that I talked about for the perishable category. So, you know, recreate prom. I mean, not literally, but if you have this fancy dress that you really want to wear, then wear it. Who cares? Wear it to class. Wear it to um your local grocery store it doesn't really matter to anyone else but you you might get a couple compliments but that's probably going to be it um so that's for like fancy wear obviously that applies to other clothing as well if you have this like special memory like t-shirt um that you just cherish find an occasion to wear it or just wear it around the house and enjoy it is what i would do um and then the lastly especially for things like prom dresses that might be a bit more valuable to other people as well um, selling it to someone you know or someone you care about so it's almost like you're or gifting them uh, to other people would also be beneficial obviously if that person wants it which is why I think selling is a good move because then you know that that person derives value out of it otherwise they wouldn't really invest in it so kind of finding that balance of making sure that it's adding value to their lives but also uh, making sure that it's getting to someone that you know and care about as well I think is helpful so those are the main things I would do for the clothing category. This is a big category for me personally, um, and I get really attached to clothing and what sort of scenes I've worn them in, so that's why this is a huge category in the sentimental items um, episode. But moving on, so non-clothes, that's pretty much anything else. For me, this would be like stationery or photos even, movie tickets, stubs, um, I don't know, like magazines, books, um, really anything, even pens that I got from like specific conferences I get attached to. So I think one thing is like taking photos is always a good move. I recently took a bunch of photos of all old things that I used to put up on my wall that I just don't really feel like doing that anymore. And then I took a photo, saved them in a specific album that's like titled Memories or something like that, and then got rid of those things because the point was to look at them and I didn't really do anything with them anyway. 
um, for just kind of walking through the things I just cited. So for the pens, I gave it to my um, work because they have a need for a lot of kind of um, easy, quick, like giveawayable pens um, for like taking people's names down, things like that. So that's what I did. So kind of applying the same rules for um, used for clothing, um, you can take photos, kind of try, put, take them on a test spin, if you will, um, and then share them with other people that you care about or organizations that you care about. Um, and then another thing you might be able to do for this category, especially if it's like a family relic type thing, something that's been passed down to you, is giving them back. Um, obviously, does not apply to a lot of things, but something that I personally could think about is like a tea bowl. So uh, my mo- mom did a Japanese tea ceremony, um, and I also have dabbled in it as well. If I have any things related to it that I don't really want, I could probably pass it back to her and she'd derive a lot of value from it. Um, obviously, this is a bit more complicated, uh, well, for me personally, because I'm living really far from home. But um, maybe if you live close by, maybe if your family members still kind of partake in this hobby or maybe it's like a really cherished memory for them this might be a good move but i would really caution um just like passing on your clutter to other people and that's something that kind of requires sort of delicate balancing as well so with that those are my kind of main personal tips that i try to remind myself when trying to let go of sentimental items i'm sure there are other 2000 more ways you can go about this as usual but um this is just kind of something i really wanted to quickly record and the next episode, so I believe this is what I might have mentioned last week, would be um, Sustainable Swaps Part 2. Um, so stay tuned for that. That'll probably come maybe later in the week. We'll see. Um, until then, see you later.